Hey, hey, good morning. This is Bella Craig Sam. Just want to welcome everyone out there once again to the Christian Walk Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about God, our refuge. We're going to be coming from the book of Psalms, the 91st chapter, verse 1 through 9. And it reads, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 2, which is our main verse, it says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. It says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. We know a fortress is a military stronghold. So what is a refuge? A refuge is a shelter from danger or hardship, a safe place. What does that mean? Does that mean we as Christians won't experience dangerous situations or hard situations? No. See, another definition for refuge is someone turned to for assistance. Sometimes God will prevent us from going through things, and sometimes he will allow us to go through but will assist us by being with us when we are going through our hardships and dangers. Isaiah 43 and 2 backs that up. It says, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shall not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Now he says, listen, you're going to pass through the waters. He said, but I'm going to be with you. He said, you're going to go through the rivers. And I'm not going to allow them to overflow you. Then he says, you're going to walk through the fire and thou shalt not be burned. Neither should the flame kindle upon thee. So what is God saying there? God said, I'm going to allow you to go through these things. But at the same time, I'm going to walk with you through each and every one of those situations. In this instance, God is a refuge in the form of being with us versus taking us out of a situation or not allowing us to go through a situation. 2 Timothy 4 verse 16 says, and this is an example of Paul going through some things and God being with him. He says, at my first defense, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. May it not be charged against them. So Paul had to go before the judge and he said, no one was there. There will be times in our lives when no one else but God will be there. Verse 17 says, but the Lord stood with me and strengthened me so that the message might be preached fully through me and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me from his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Paul said, the Lord stood with me and he strengthened me. See, sometimes God will allow us to go through some things, but he's going to give us the strength to go through those things. Amen. So in instances like that, God is a refuge for us in the sense that his presence is with us. And he strengthens us and empowers us to go through. Okay, back to Psalm 91 and 3. He says, Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome 
pestilence. What is a father? You know, a father is someone in the natural who traps birds. It's symbolic of Satan and his agents whose desire it is to trap us in order to destroy us. You know, we are all aware of certain things God has brought us through and brought us out of, but we may never know the things God has prevented us from falling into those unseen, those hidden traps that the enemy had laid for us and God did not allow it to happen to us. God protected us and kept us from going through certain things. See, in that sense, God is a refuge in the sense that he doesn't allow us to go through certain things. He shields us from certain things. Verse 4 says, He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. This alludes to the bird or a mother hen will protect their chicks. God will protect us and care for us and nurture us in the same sense. Verse 5 says, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the owl that fly by day. 6. Nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Certain things God will not allow to even get close to us. Verse 8 says, only with thy eye thou shalt behold and see the reward of the wicked. Verse 9. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. Okay, now he says, listen. Because you have made God your habitation. In other words, your dwelling place. A place of abode. A place that we have chosen to abide in his presence. First John 2 and 28 says, Now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. See, God wants us to abide in his presence. Now, what does that mean? It means to remain in intimate fellowship with God. Abiding in God is a church. We must choose to make God our refuge. God would not force us to do anything. John 15 and 7 says, If, if is conditional, ye abide in me and my words abide in you. You shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. We have to choose to abide in his presence. We have to choose to make God our refuge. And as a result of making God our refuge, we reap the benefits of God's protection. It says here, when we allow God to be our refuge, his desires become our desires. We want what he wants. Our prayers line up with his will and we receive what we ask for. In addition to that, the favor of God becomes a reality in our lives when we choose to make God our refuge. My last scripture, 1 John 2 and 6, it says, He that said he abided in him ought himself also to walk even as he walked. In addition to choosing to abide in him, we must also make the choice to live as Jesus did. Amen. In other words, to walk upright. God bless you. Pray for me and I'll be praying for you in Jesus' name. Amen.